Hey everybody, it's Matt. I want to tell you about a special event coming up on June 12th, 2024. It's Future Proof Your Workflows with TechSmith and AI. During the event, you're going to get exclusive previews of new features and get a chance to learn from industry pros and TechSmith experts. For all the details, make sure you visit us at bit.ly slash tsc-june24. Remember, that's all lowercase, and we are so excited to have you join us and look forward to seeing you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and wherever you're watching from, or if you're listening to the podcast or video after the fact. We're so glad that you're here with us today. We've got a great show. In fact, you might say our show today is so good, it's so hot, it is on fire. Excel on fire, that is. We got Oz with Excel on fire. He's gonna be with us in just a minute. Before we get there though, I wanna make sure that you guys all know the routine, right? If you learned something today, there's something you're like, man, that was awesome that Oz said or Matt said or somebody said, we want you to share it. Share it with your friends, your neighbors, your colleagues, whoever you think would benefit from the show because guess what? That helps us know that the show's worth doing. And we wanna make sure that we're providing good value. And of course, if you've got feedback, suggestions, you can always email us at thevisuallounge at techsmith.com. We'd love to hear from you. Now, with that said, let's jump in today's show. So let me introduce our guest for today. And, you know, it helps when you keep your notes open, Matt. You got to, if you're going to read things. But Oz, do, is it, and Oz, is it Sule or Sol? Or how do you say it? I, I, you're not on du camera. Sole, that's soleil. what I thought. Oz du Sule. I love it. Such a great name. It's such a powerful name. Anyways, Oz creates videos for the YouTube channel Excel on Fire where his Excel tutorials are known for being fun, dramatic, and sometimes just plain outrageous. Yet the fun doesn't overshadow the learning. Oz has the distinction of being one of 75-ish Excel MVPs as recognized by Microsoft. He's the author of Gorilla Data Analysis 2nd Edition and has taught Excel sessions in a variety of places like Australia, Bulgaria, Brazil, Canada, the Netherlands, England, and a variety of places around the United States. When asked why video, Oz says, I love teaching and sharing knowledge and video allows me to have fun and be creative while teaching people how to get the most from their data. When I was writing a blog, I spent too much time fiddling around with HTML and CSS. With video, I can focus on making the video and amen to that. I've done that with many of WordPress and other sites and HTML can be a lot to deal with. Oz is a native of Chicago and currently lives in Portland, Oregon. You can find him on LinkedIn, YouTube, and LinkedIn Learning. You can also find Oz in our newest TechSmith Academy course created by Oz. It shows his workflow and how he goes through about creating videos for his work. Of course, doesn't just show you the, how to use Camtasia though. It, it allows you to see the process and decision-making that Oz used, which can help anyone understand the decisions you'll have to make when creating your videos. And can I just say, I what? love talking to Oz. He's passionate, oh. no, knowledgeable, and a fantastic storyteller. So with that, help me welcome Oz back to the Visual Lounge. All right, here we are, back awesome. in the Visual Lounge with Matt Pierce. Oz, thank you and, so much for joining yes. me today. This is awesome. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Yes, we've, I'm glad to be here too. I'm thankful for the invitation. Well, you know, uh, we've we've been able to talk a little bit as we were prepping for this, and it's it's all I just enjoy talking to you. It is just so much fun and hearing your stories. Uh, and I actually, I listened, just so you know, I went out and listened to a couple of your stories on your website that you've told at various oh. places. Uh, oh. I'm, we won't, we won't talk about three Monty shuffle, but that was a crazy story. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 But what else did you listen to? That's, that's as far as I got today, but uh, I'm going to okay. go back to listen to the other ones. Cause that one, that was okay. so fascinating. If anyone yeah. wants to hear this story, Oz is a storyteller and that's an experience he had as a young man that, uh, some decisions possible. Uh, not too dramatic to say. Saved your life. Yeah. So possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Well, let's let's dive into our questions, though, Oz. Here, here's my first question okay. for you today. Uh oh. Okay. You know, you you make a lot of videos. You you've got your YouTube channel. You're doing it on Excel, which is which is amazing. Uh, how did you go about learning to edit video? What's your process been? To learn to edit video. Um, well, I started, well, oh, 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 um, we could go back to, um, like 90, 1998 ish when I 
did some video editing when I was at the School of the Art Institute in Chicago, and that was all analog, where there was a stack of VH VCR decks, um, cassette players, CD players, and I had this bag of tapes and CDs, and I'm constantly doing this, and um, <laughs> yeah, so so that put me in a mind of how to think about what I wanted um, and how to put things together. But then I didn't do any video editing for a long time. And then um, I decided I wanted to do some uh, Excel video. And I started with some free thing that had very limited editing capabilities. And so that might have been a good starting point for digital editing. Um, because it didn't do much. It could pan and it could zoom. It could do basic cuts, no transitions. And so I didn't have a whole bunch of stuff to overwhelm me, mm -hmm. right? But then as I made a few of those very crude videos, um, I started to get a language of, I wanted to do picture in picture, okay? I had to learn that term. Um, because I wanted to have me and Excel in the same shot. And and that free thing would not do that. And that's where I learned the term, I want picture in picture. Okay, so, um, and then I got the MVP award and we get a license as MVPs to, to uh, snag it and, and uh, Camtasia. And that's where my old ideas uh, from 98 came back about how to put things together, how to move things around. And so I was, uh, I had to learn the Camtasia interface um, and then start to develop habits, right? Uh, develop my workflow and everything, you know, uh, set my favorites and stuff. But it, it's it's been a long process. And when I come across something an idea that I want to try, you know, I'll go look around. I might find somebody's blog or a YouTube video. And so it's constantly building. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I love the analog thing, you know, that you see uh, people learning from an analog. I think some ways it's probably easier to learn the basic concepts because you have to physically put things together and mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. not as much you can do. So you don't mess it up as much probably. Yeah. <laughs> right. They've got to be real careful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, normally we wait a little bit to take questions, but uh, Faraz has a, a great question. Is what was your first video editing tool? What was, you know, obviously analog, you're not necessarily using your tool, but were you using anything before Camtasia digitally? Like, I know I remember I used a very early of version of Premiere before it was even Adobe Premiere. And man, mm -hmm. that is like, you know, two minute video took like all night to render. Mm. Mm. Wow. But you know, some I'm th I'm gonna answer for Roger's question. Uh, but I'm just thinking back to that analog, where I had to book a suite that with the deck of VHR v VCRs and all of this stuff and the monitors and everything. It was an entire suite, not a a laptop. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, but. I don't remember the first digital thing that I used. Um, I just remember it was this free thing that didn't do much of anything. Um, it did screen capture. So that was the thing. Um, and I eventually learned that I need screen capture and I need picture in picture. Um, so I would say that Camtasia was my first and to date only real uh, digital video editing software. I've tried other ones. Like there was one back when I was, I was pissed off with TechSmith <laughs> oh, because no. this, yeah, bef before uh, there was the issue around, I think 32 bit versus 64 bit. Okay. Yeah. Right. This is a few years ago, back when TechSmith was constantly crying, when Camtasia was constantly crashing on me. Um, 
I was thinking about using something else. And um, the interface was just too much. It would have allowed me to do so much more, but I would have had to find the things that I already knew where they are in, in Camtasia. And then there's all this other stuff with, you know, this sophisticated color correction and stuff. And, and no, I, I don't, I'm not at that level. I didn't see the benefit of learning all of that. And then the good news came out was that whatever it was underneath Camtasia was changed in the new version, boom, okay, we can be friends again. Well, I, I'm so glad we get to be friends because it allows this to happen. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and, you know, all software goes through those, those periods. I want to, I want to shift. Okay. So we've, you've learned how you learned this, this process. You've, it's been a lot, it sounds like a lot of experimentation in your video creation process. Obviously you have a, a, a lot of things you could cover. Your, your main focus is Excel and working with data. Uh, where do you get your ideas for your videos? Like, you know, we'll get to some of the video editing stuff. I want to mm -hmm. talk to you about your course a little right. bit in the Academy, but I'm curious, like, what's that process like for you when you're looking at all the things you could talk about? How right. are you deciding, like, these are the things I, you, you as Oz are going to talk about in Excel? Because I've seen Excel, I've been in Excel, and I know there is way more in there than I will ever touch or ever need. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just curious, okay. what what's that process look like? And I'm wondering if there's anything we can extract for our listeners to, to say, like when they're making those decisions about what to make that they could draw from your experience. Right. So there are a couple of things. Okay. There is the topic. Am I going to show how to unpivot something in Excel? And then there is the creativity around the video. Um, I could do just Here's how you unpivot something, folks. All right, I showed you. See you in the next video. But then there is, I want to have fun. Um, and then I just let my imagination run. Um, so, there. okay, I can think of one example. So I'm sitting around watching TV and then the, the, um, the video, the the commercial comes up about some pill and all the side effects and whatnot. And so I'm thinking, how could I integrate that? Okay. So then I wrote up a script and then I asked my friend to read it. And um, then the video starts with me saying something like, okay, before I show you this, my lawyers have required me to make this statement first. And then here's the voiceover of my friend. If you have a weak bladder or loose teeth, this video may not be for you. You might <laughs> want to consult a prof health professional if, uh, if you move forward. But if you don't have loose teeth, weak bladder or thin bones, then go on ahead. Just being silly, right? Um, what was my mood? Like in my last, one of my last videos, uh, Iranian Dr. Excel, he posted a challenge and it seemed easy enough. Oh, okay. But then when I started digging into it, it took me three days to come up with a solution. And so then now I'm thinking, I, I start the video. I almost drove to Iran last night. This guy has the gall to post a challenge like this to keep me tied up for three days. <laughs> and I got in my car and I started my car and I started to drive to Iran to give him what for. And I decided I was too sleepy to drive all the way to Iran last night. <laughs> so let me show you the solution. Just, oh, you know, and, and a lot of it comes from my improv background, mm -hmm. um, the storytelling, um, going deep in on something, you know, creating a world and you can create this crazy world and then think about what else is true in that world. What would keep me from driving to Iran? Well, I'm too sleepy to drive that long. 
I love right? it. I love right? it. Well, and so I, I, I guess the question that leads me to us is so you've got you've got this mixture of topics, and I'm assuming because you're an expert in Excel, there's lots of topics you know that you could cover, and you probably keep track of one so you don't do them too many times, cover it too many times. And you've got your creativity that comes from, you know, like you mentioned, your improv background and storytelling background. When when you've got these two and you kind of got your concept, is there a framework that you're following to go about creating your videos or, or are you kind of leaning into the fact that like each video is its own thing and it's going to be unique? So to, like tell us, help us understand that process. You've got concept, like topic, you got a concept right. to work with. Then what? Because eventually we're going to get, you know, you'll get to the editing, which your academy course yeah. covers, yeah. but like there's a gap there, right? Because a lot of people are very uh, much more, let's say they're a little bit more like framework. I, I do this, I write this, a script, I do this, I do that. You know, like it's, they proceduralized it all the way, but it seems like you've got a little bit more free flow and go here to go yeah. with kind of the mood. And that was one thing that I have liked about the YouTube channel is I think about every video as its own thing. Um, but there are certain things that I do like some kind of fire or explosion. And I did that a few times and then I didn't do it. And then people were want, where's the fire? I was waiting for the explosion. Okay. Okay. Well, let's have fun with that. Now I would not let it turn into something that I do, but I'm sick of it. Right. Um, I don't want to like truly turn into a, excuse me, a, a cartoon or a shtick. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I still have fun with that. And I look for the moment where I want to put it. And it, it's like the thing that says we won, we did it. That's the moment. Um, but how do I think about these videos? Okay, so um, I need a way in and I need a way out. How how am I going to do that? Um, I might think of like say, all right, when dynamic arrays were we had found out about them, but then it was more than a year later and we still didn't have them. So then I start off complaining about how we don't have them. And then at the end, I close by uh, telling uh, Sachi Nadella, come on, Jack, you got to let, let these things free or I'm going to come get them. <laughs> All right. So now I need a bullet point or, or some kind of note to where I know that that's how I'm starting and then that's how I'm going to end. Uh, and I do try to keep the jokey stuff in the middle at a minimum, because I don't want to turn into a lot of videos that I don't like where somebody's trying to teach something, but they got jokes constantly. And then, um, you know, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't like those kind of interruptions. And so, yeah, my jokey stuff is at the start and the end and a little bit in the middle. Um, I'll play with some graphics and stuff. And so the idea being, when we get into the lesson, we're in the lesson. Uh, but that's about the formula that I've got. And um, like with my latest video, I summarized my 13-day road trip. And um, I kept it there. Um, I didn't do that and something fun, a jokey. So I do want to minimize that. And then I think about, you know, I think that might have been maybe two minutes. And then um, I'm wondering, is somebody going to get irritated with me that I'm sitting here looking at all of this stuff? Well, I kind of count on that they can slide past this trip stuff and trust that once they slide past the trip stuff, then we will be truly in Excel and they won't have to be, you know, chopped up with, with more about my, uh, my trip. Yeah. So does that answer your question? Uh, it does. I and make I, and sure. 
Well, because it actually it, it answers the question, and then the, the next question I really want to ask is how you how you keep a focus on learning when you're doing these things, right? Because I think inherently what people worry about, especially in corporate environments, is mm-hmm. that like, oh gosh, I'm gonna have if I have fun, people are gonna get distracted, they're not gonna be able to learn. You know, corporations are, are notorious about you know like we don't want to have we don't want to do anything jokey or fun. But what I love what you said is that you're you're providing a space for it. But when the learning is happening, that's what you're focused on. It's not the jokes. Yeah. It's not the the things right. that might be distracting you. But you're using that as a, a mechanism to gain attention, which I think is is a really smart smart thing, right? Like you want to gain right. attention. You want to yeah. you want to get people invested. Um, yeah. And I'm guessing they, you know, if you're coming to Oz for for help on Excel, which I've done, you know, you know what you're in for too, right? Like yeah. you, yes. you're. Yeah, get a sense of your personality, and and if they don't like that personality, there's probably five to ten other people who they could probably go learn Excel from, but it won't be quite as good. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 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 I recognize I have a, a different style. Is um, I'm not the in and out straightforward guy that if you're sitting at your desk and need something right away, because part of what I do is I want to help people. Um, when they have to really do something in the real world. So I will talk about what happens when something breaks or what about this kind of a scenario that's common that you need to be able to do, but you can't do it straight out of the box with, with a function or something. Um, so I, I feel I'm more comprehensive than just the straightforward stuff. Um, and that comes from where I've felt instructors or teachers have let me down is they'd show me the out of the box stuff. And then I go out in the real world and run under a hammer and, and so, Oh, I forgot to tell you about that part. Well, you know, <laughs> you could have, you know, right. so that's, that's my position with uh, uh, my teaching. Um, and I want to appeal to the people who want to have fun. The people who have over the years complained that Excel teaching can be so boring. And I see that the boring stuff has a place. If you're sitting at your desk, you need a refresher refresher on the filter piece in the pivot table interface. Okay, you can get that in two minutes. But if you come to Oz, you're going to get a lot more. You're going to get, um, well, maybe you don't want to use the filter piece there. Maybe you want a slicer. So here's a slicer. Um, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it, well, I think it's great. I, and I want to share, uh, we got a comment from Faraz again. He says, oh. I learned a lot from Oz when it comes to video editing or Excel. He is my guru. So uh, absolutely. Wow. Uh, right, right here, Oz, I think we're at a good spot. I want to take a, a quick break. Uh, and mm-hmm. one of the things that we, we want to talk about on the Visual Lounge is something that we're calling Level Up. TechSmith has an event coming up on October 5th. And so one of the things we've got is a little trailer video. If you watched uh, last week, you got to hear all about it. You can always go back and listen to the previous week. But let me just share this. Uh, let me find my video here. And uh, it's, you know, it's... It's super good. So if I can, what, here we go. Let's listen to the trailer right now. All right. The way we communicate in the workplace is evolving. If you're not using videos and images, your coworkers may be confused or left behind. Join us for Level Up, a free four-hour digital event where we'll tell you how and why you can improve your workplace communications with visuals. Whether you are new to using visuals or are looking to build on your existing skills, we're here to help you level up. On October 5th, you'll walk away with the tools and knowledge to communicate more clearly and save you and your coworkers a lot of time. So join us to level up. All right, so next uh, October 5th, you can go out to textmith.com slash level up and you'll find all the details, find a place to sign up. Uh, just we're super excited. We got Oz here teaching us about how to make video for learning. We've got workplace communication stuff to help you learn how to use video, not just for tutorials, but for other things too. So thanks for uh, letting us take that quick little break, Oz. All right. You, you know, Randy 
says something. He's I was up really late or early this morning on editing challenge last night. And I tell you, video editing takes time. What a great segue. Did you read my questions, Oz? Because No, no, I didn't. No, I my, wanted to address that because I'm always posting. I say, parents, do not let your kids get into video editing. <laughs> they should be out carousing and gallivanting. <laughs> we you don't know. need kids on YouTube. They're going to spend all their time in their dark basements editing video. How, right. how do we let them do that? Sitting up in their drawers all late, all through the night trying to get some sound effects matched up with an arrow. Oh my gosh. This, so this is a so hard Oz, life. my okay. next, my next question literally is how long do you normally spend creating your videos? Because, you know, so you're taking this approach where you got this very creative and idea strikes you, um, you know, you, in your, in your TechSmith Academy video, you even mentioned that like, it's a, I think what, 24 or 28 minute long video. And you're like, that doesn't even show all the other time that you spent, you know, like you spent time. So I'm out of curiosity, what's an average video look like for you in terms of how much time kind of start to finish for you? Easily 10 hours. Yeah. Um, it's been a, a rare time where I can get a video out in maybe six hours, but it could easily be 20 um, and because, and, and that's all my own decision. And that's what I've liked about making video versus writing a blog. When I got sidetracked writing a blog, it was because some plug-in or some, just some weird stuff, or I didn't know enough HTML to do what I was trying to do. Uh, but, um, with the video editing, I decide I want an arrow to come in and then I want another arrow to come in and then I want this arrow to go over here. Okay. Now do I want sound effects for them all? Okay. Um, if I decide yes, then all three of them are all, you know, everything is going to need a sound effect. Uh, so, you know, I've, I might start with, say 20 minutes of raw footage and then put in say 15 hours and then i've got a five minute video final um looking for the right music i show that in the course uh that can be a lot of time finding exactly the right thing to uh say i need some reflective music okay um I'll try something and it's got lyrics in it. No, don't want that. Try something and listen to the first five seconds. It sounds great. And then it turns into like dubstep somehow, you know, um, <laughs> or I'll listen to bits of a piece of music and then bring it in. And I need say 24 seconds but I can't find the right 24 seconds. So then what I might have to do is, okay, these 15 seconds are perfect. So let me take these 15 and then uh, find a way to where I can line them up to where it seems like that 15 seconds, uh, that is seamless. That is mm -hmm. seamless that I can get 24 seconds from splicing together two 15 second pieces. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I've, I've felt that pain before. Just when you have to find pieces that aren't yours, you're not creating, whether that's music yeah. or assets or whatever, uh, you yeah. can spend a lot of time on that. So a question yeah. that came in for you, uh, Yacosta Solutions on YouTube is asking, do you find that editing the screencast parts is more cumbersome than the parts where you're a talking head, or is it just me? She says. Um, is it? Do I think that the screen capture? Is yeah, more, screencasting the screen captures is that more cumbersome to edit, or is it the talking head that you find that's harder to edit, or neither? I I have accepted the jump cuts for the when it's me. 
Uh, and usually I'm down in a corner. So somebody's got to really be paying attention to see that there's a lot of jump cuts happening. So I spend my time focused on the screen cap and making sure that that makes sense. And, you know, all of it's clumsy, right? Uh, if I was doing more full face and giving a presentation, um, that would be really tough um, because, you know, I might move or something. I did something like this and then I'm sitting like this. Um, I need to, uh, I would need to smooth that out, but no, I don't bother with it not for what I'm doing in this. Um, what gets tricky is, say, if I have um, made a mistake when I was recording and then I undo back mm -hmm. and now I got to take this chunk out of the raw footage and then put the two together. Now, do they still make sense or do I have to do something? You know, so all of those kind of decisions have to be made. And that that's I, I wonder how you could teach that, uh, because that comes up so much. Um, you know, like, gosh, how do you edit around mistakes and how do you edit and things still remain coherent? You know, and sometimes um what I've done is like my voice will fade out and then there'll be a, a transition uh, to kind of uh, I'm, I'm adding a dynamic effect that really was to hide some kind of a mistake or goof or um, maybe I pulled something up on my computer and it showed something I didn't want to show, you know, like divorce records is an example. Like if I got a folder that says divorce records, how do I edit around that? Well, let's yeah. do some drama. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, this is a, it's an interesting topic and I, you know, I've been making screencasts for 15 years and, and some of this is still rel like, it's a great conversation and there's not really great answers, right? You might just have to record again. You might yeah. have to just back up in your process and hope that you can go a, a couple steps back in, uh, I think it's in Camtasia for Mac. You can actually freeze a part of the screen on windows. I don't, I don't think they have that on the windows version, but like you like, so you could say like right here, this is where that your divorce records folder is going to come up. You can like, you know, like make it so it looks like something didn't, if it's something popping in more like a notification or something, you can make it so it doesn't appear. It's like you froze part of the screen. So there, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a great question though. And there's lots, you know, it's one of those things I think as video creators, I imagine you're at the point where you're not thinking, you know, you're just dealing with it, right? Like you've, you've gotten your kind of patches, your mechanisms to, to yeah. do these things. But I, I remember back in the day, I would even take like, let's say you've got the, the folder on your screen and you're like, I can't show that folder. That's proprietary. That's I don't want anyone to know my divorce records, right? Whatever. Mm. I would take screenshots and use a screen, like a still static yes. screenshot and layer it in uh, and then hope my mouse didn't go over that area. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, that but all, even now you all can of that. turn your mouse cursor off, right? So it doesn't look like it, you know, you don't see it floating underneath or, or whatever. So there's lots, lots of little tricks, but it's a, it's a really awesome question. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, just the nature of the work that you're doing, uh, I would imagine the way you, way you've described it. Yeah. The screen, the screen video is going to be more cumbersome because there's more of it and it's Excel. I mean, that's the focus, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But also that with the jump cuts, the good news is, and I want to say this for everybody that's watching, even if they're not doing YouTube, jump cuts are in. Jump cuts are cool. Jump yep. cuts are yep. okay. Like it used to be yeah. five years ago, people were like, don't do a jump cut in your professional video. Don't do it in your corporate video. And now I feel like, who cares? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Give me give me the yeah. information. Give me what I need. So Yeah. Yeah. And and your coastal solutions saying editing can be life sucking. <laughs> you know something? I have fun with it. And that's why I've been able to keep doing it for so long. And we have to pick our medium. I felt like writing a blog was soul sucking or life sucking. Cause um 
you know, I'm just trying to get a picture to sit right and somehow is not. And I, then I go to the WordPress forum and then get bitched out by devs who say I should be doing this in CSS, not HTML. But then I understand enough to know where I got to set up a class and all kinds of stuff for this one damn picture. No, no, you're okay. not going to suck the life out of me with that crap. I'm going Camtasia video, edit video. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. I promise, Oz. No more WordPress. No more WordPress. You don't have to do it anymore. Just, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So yeah. I have a, a a question here for you. And we're gonna we're gonna do our. Uh, I want to do our what we call our text high five in just a second. But before we do that, I'm curious. What's your favorite part? Like you know, obviously, with your comment here, video for you is not soul sucking. So what is your favorite part of the process? Is it the creative, like being creative about it? Is it? I mean, do you love the editing part? What? At the end of the day, if you like, we said Oz, you get to do one thing in the video creation process, and you're gonna love it. But what would that what would that thing be? That's a tough one, um, because I do love the editing and the creativity. If you told me I w could edit but then it's going to be somebody else's dry stuff or I had to be really dry. I know that would suck. Um, but my hesitation is, is with this. Sometimes I can find it hard to get motivated because I know once I record and start editing, I'm looking at 10, 15, 20 hours. But once I'm in it, that's when I start having fun. And I look back at my videos and I, I laugh and I say, why the hell did I do that? Why did I do that? <laughs> you know, and then I remember the fun I was having, um, you know, put having stars come up, you know, um, once we got the right value that we were looking for and here are the stars and then the twinkly music. Um, One time I put, uh, I used Photoshop, no, no um, PowerPoint to take Bill Jelen, Mr. Excel. I took a picture of him and then I got a cowboy on a horse and I put Bill's face on the cowboy. And I think that was when the Rand array function had been improved. And I said, I woke up this morning and Bill Jelen was on a horse riding all over the world, spreading the word about new uh, Rand array. Um, and so, yeah, it took me maybe an hour to do that, but I had decided that it was worth doing for the video. I, I love that. And I love that you're, you know, it's, I, I think. One of the challenges a lot of people, especially I think of corporate training, right? Like for anyone that's working in corporate training, sometimes you hear the complaints of corporate training is so boring. We had to do this and that. And I love that you're having Excel is probably not on my list of top 10 fun mm -hmm. things to do. I'm going right, to be honest right. with you, Oz. Okay. Okay. But, you know, you make me want to learn. You know, yeah. I think those are the things that it just catches you and say like, okay, at least we're going to have fun with a subject that might not be the most enjoyable to everybody. I'm sure you yeah, love it. Yeah. Though. And and then I'll tell you, too, um, this comes up, you know, in my relationship with LinkedIn. Um, their editors are employees who have a pipeline of videos to edit. So they aren't going to be doing explosions and music and all kinds of stuff. So um, I appreciate being able to have YouTube as a place where I can be fully expressed and put in how much time or uh, how much or how little time on the video editing where um, I don't think I would want to like make video, at least not tutorials you know, for a, a learning platform. Maybe I would like um, making trailers for movies. That might be fun. That would be would be a lot of fun. Yeah. You, get, yeah. you get a good time with that. 
Well, we're going to take just a second. So, Oz, I think I mentioned this before the show, but we do a thing called TechSmith High Five. We try to recognize mm -hmm. a creator in the community who's doing cool stuff. And we've got one today that I think everyone should find interesting because it comes with free stuff. We like free stuff, right? So today's high five is Alan Smith. He created a course called Superior Lower Thirds for Corporate Video Editing. So if you want to know uh, about lower thirds, you can go get it. We're going to drop the link in the chat. We'll make sure it's in the show notes. It's on Skillshare and you can go get it for free. He's given us a number of licenses to give away. Uh, so if you want to go learn more about how you can use the, th the lower thirds, Alan, thank you so much. And thanks for creating great content. And you know, it happens to be about Camtasia, but we like all video creators creating content, teaching us how to be better and make use of the things that we've got around us. So very exciting. Oh, so again, check out that link. You can just go. It's uh, Skillshare. If you're not a user of Skillshare, I think you have to sign up, but it's uh, got some pretty good stuff. I think it's like 39 minutes worth of content, Oz. So. All right. All right. Alan Smith. High five. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, know something, I, I was thinking about this, you know, what your coach was saying about uh, the life sucking. You know, there are parts of video editing that can be truly tedious. When I've got 13 tracks all stacked up and I've got the music coming in and out right, and then there's the arrows and the sound effects and everything, it's all stacked up and then something moves or I decided that I need something to move. Now I got to move all of that stuff that, you know, but um, I do it because I see the value in doing it, how much better the video will be. But um, if I did see it as just something tedious, you know, I would have quit a long time ago. Yeah. Well, Oz, maybe this will change your life a little bit. I believe it is shift. Right. Hold the shift button when you're in your Camtasia editor. Click on the one that's on the furthest to the to the the beginning of the timeline, shift, and drag. And I believe it shifts everything on the timeline. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It does that. But I'm thinking about no, if um yeah, that is a, a cool trick. And I'm glad I was so happy when I learned about that. But I'm thinking about um Say if I got 13 tracks and then 11 of them need to move. Yeah. You know, or I'm going to add something else, but I can't just line that up with everything else. I got to line everything else up with this new thing. Now it's just, well, and now this is a half second too fast. So now. I <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an ongoing, it's an always moving target, right? Because things yeah, are going to yeah. shift as you bring things in and, and, yeah, I, but I love what you, I love your commentary about you know like every job has tedious things. Every job has things that are like just oh gosh I got to do that. But I love your perspective, right? Like you, there's so much other stuff that you enjoy doing it. Doing the tedious can make the those things more enjoyable, but also it. I, I love what you said that it's worth it. So yeah. another, I have yeah. another question for you. So on your website, you know, one of the things that you're, you say that you're known for, and I and I absolutely believe it. Having watched your content, listened, been able to talk with you. You, you said this, and I'm going to quote your website. It says, you can show the when and the why, not just the how. That's about you and why people should hire you to teach them Excel. Um, and I, I, I want to talk about that in the term of video, right? So you can show the when and the why, not just the how. So for you, and you think about when you're making videos, what is the when and why of why, of your, why you're doing video? Why is that, you know, like, why is video so important that, like, is there a when and why? Does that, maybe I'm not making sense. I feel like I'm repeating myself. But so you got the when and the why. Why? What's the when and why of video for you? Not just the how, because we can teach you how. Like we talked a little bit earlier. You know, oh. TechSmith's got tons of hows. But when and why? What's the when and why of of why people should be using video? Okay, so I'm not quite understanding the question because okay. um. I teach, I t so if we think about my course, mm -hmm. what I liked about it was I got to show a workflow that yes, people can go and find out about ripple delete and behaviors and stuff, but um, I showed 
the importance of get rid of all of the mistakes and things that you're not going to use up front because things are going to get broken down into little pieces and you don't want to have all these little pieces that then you got to go to each individual one or check each individual one for something. Um, don't have all those little pieces floating around. Um, oh, what else? The, the when and why. I'll put the music on last because again, if I have too much to edit and I've got this music in the right place and then I've decided that here's a section that I'm not going to use or it's a mistake that I didn't catch. Now I got to clear that out, find a way to smooth over it. And then now I got to change this piece of music. Um, so I like showing that process of, you know, you, you getting more granular as you go and not creating too many granules up front because that's really going to be a problem. Yeah. Well, I love your answer. I, whether you understood my question or not, it was a good answer. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so uh, uh, we want to get into our, we've got our speed round questions coming up. So those are again, quick answers. But before we do that, I just want to make sure everyone's aware because you mentioned your course, go out to the mm -hmm. TechSmith Academy, academy.techsmith.com. You can find the how do I, how I edit video with Oz du Soleil course. It's completely free. Uh, Oz is, is, he teaches us his process, walks through how he's editing the video. I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a wonderful video. In fact, I rewatched it today in preparation oh. for our conversation. And there's just so many little nuggets of knowledge in there that I think anyone making video can learn from. And it's not going to teach you what buttons to push or when you should do things necessarily, but you're going to see Oz's process, which I think we can all learn from. So what, what would you offer as a, an example of a nugget? Of, oh, uh, one of the nuggets I think is, um, Gosh, because I was going to ask you a question about it. Oh, just uh, where is it? Oh, you mentioned already, but when the like that you start off with the process of removing mistakes first, like again, kind of the big picture down to narrow picture. But then I even love seeing some of the little nuanced things that you do, like to, to enhance the visibility, right? Because Excel is obviously it's dense in terms of like when you have lots of data, it's hard to read, and you're like doing the the callouts. Like, mm -hmm. I think it was just, it's such a clever technique, right, to draw attention because there's lots of ways to draw attention. You could just draw a box around it, you know, or put a call out right. arrow pointing to it. But I love that right. you're like bringing it out into the forefront. And I thought that was just, not that you're showing how to do that, but that the fact that it makes a lot of sense for your mm -hmm. topic and your concept mm -hmm. that it's something I'm I'm thinking wow. that, you know, how, how can I do more of that, right? Like, how can I really focus the, the, the learner in on what they need to learn. So the, there's so much good stuff in there. And then uh, the, 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 the lessons learned about green screen were really good too, right? Like mm. you do mention like you do the green screen, but I think you're, you give a little bit of like some caveats around it of like, yeah, it's not always easy, right? Right. It's not, it's not. And, and you can forgive yourself. Excuse me. Um, wow. There's so much. And I, I'm glad that you, Mention that making a pop out piece in the course, and that was that came a, a long time ago. Where I'm thinking about how there's something I want to show in Excel, but then there's a formula that I need to build or modify. And if I zoom in so we can see the formula, then this other thing is gonna go away. So by making that thing pop out okay, now we've got everything. And so um, that's become a regular part of what I do. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it, yeah. it shows that you know what you're doing with that because I think it was, it's, right. it's a very, you. from a learning perspective, which is my background, of, uh, I think it's a great learning effect to allow people to, to, again, draw attention, focus them in on the right information and just clarity. The, the clarity yeah. of it is, is so important. So, yeah. okay. We're going to do a couple comments and we'll, we'll go right. into a speed round because time, right. time is ticking. Yacosta Solution says, I've had feedback that editing should take me only an hour to a few hours, but it takes me the better part of a day and into the night. I thought I'd been doing something wrong. Oh. Nope. Editing no. is a beast. It takes time. 
you know. And then then you got to watch those people. You got to lean close and they smell like booze. <laughs> see, those are the, see, they've been drinking. They may, may well have been, but it, you know, <laughs> I know for TechSmith, we, we say for video editing, at least, at least eight hours for a two to three minute video. So if that gives context and you can get faster, you can, you, but sometimes videos are complex, depends on a lot, depends on the content and the complexity. Yeah. Another comment here, Graficious, who is, uh, you know, we've actually given a high five to on the show before, does great work, Camtasia stuff, says, I've, I have to stop myself from adding more bells and whistles after the fifth time through a video. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's easy at to get caught some up. Point, yes. At some point, you have to declare done, right? Because you can add stuff and tweak stuff, and at some point, Yes. You got to move on. And I've got a friend, Steve, back in Chicago. He's a musician. And we used to talk about stuff when I was um, learning to play bass and tried writing songs. Um, and he said, not every song needs every idea. Save some for another time. Save some for another song. And that stays with me. So I could pile all kind of bells and whistles on. And then there is the time is never going to be done. And then it can be overworked and too clogged up with stuff. Um, yeah. And I don't have an answer for how do you know when something is done? You know, I've got my own instinct when um, the lesson is clear. Everything is there. Um, everything is coherent. All right. But now I think I want these arrows to be gold instead of blue. No, no, they're all blue. I'm not going and changing 25 arrows to gold because I think it might be a little better. No. Render the video, upload it and keep moving because the part that I hate is coming and I need to get that out of the way. Writing the description on YouTube, um, running the risk of YouTube emailing me a copyright strike notification and that then I've got to appeal, uh, making a thumbnail. That's the part I hate. So once I can get that out, you know, Let's get on with that because uh, changing 25 arrows is just prolonging the bad part. <laughs> I, well, I love that. That's a, that's a great wisdom. I think we'll we'll end on that for the full interview. So just remember, if anyone wants to go check out Oz's stuff, uh, go check out his YouTube channel. Go watch what he's doing. He's got super creative stuff. Uh, we also would encourage you, if you like what you're hearing today, make sure you're sharing it on your social yeah. networks. Like, subscribe, do what all that good stuff. round? We're gonna do speed. Oh yeah, we got okay, speed round. Okay, okay, all right. Don't, all right, don't cool, worry. Cool, I'm just, cool. you know, people. Right. Some some people don't like the speed round Oz, and so I try to catch them before they go. But all but right. here we go. Let's just jump in. It's time for the oh. speed round. Oh my God, this bad. <laughs> okay, speed round. Quick quick answers, Oz. What's one piece of yeah. gear you'd recommend to everybody thinking about video? Any gear that you'd what recommend? Um, I have this, um, this thing that my camcorder sits on to where I can, uh, is it a dinkum, a dinkum system where I can position it? I can, uh, turn it. Um, I don't have a tripod or anything to move. It clips onto the table. And that's how I can get interesting shots. I can easily change my camera angle, the height, whatever. Oh, that's awesome. That's that sounds like a, a great piece of equipment to have because I'm I've got one fixed position and, and sometimes it makes it tough. Okay. No. So next question. Like, because again, these are speed round. What's yeah. something you know about Excel that you think everyone should know about or how to do, but rarely does? Uh, I'm not asking you to teach us. I'm just asking, what's the thing we should all go learn about in Excel? Count A, the count A function. All right. I'm going to have to go look up count A function. Let's check it out. Yeah. Okay. So 
Obviously you've been making video for a while. What's the best one tip that you've not already shared today for to help people make better video? One tip. One tip. Play. Love Try it. stuff. Let yourself play. I, I, that's, that is a great answer. I love that answer. Okay. Next question. Where do you turn for inspiration? You've obviously got lots of creative ideas. Do you've got one place you're kind of the well you continually go back to? One place? No. Other than if I said life, just living, whether it's TV or somebody said something, just hearing, being aware of what's going on around me and pulling that in. And then committing to that idea, you know, um, if, if I've decided that it's going to be uh, battle bots, some kind of battle bots thing, okay, go all in on it. Don't half-ass go in and kind of apologize, right? Um, pay attention, pull things in. Love it. Okay, our last question. This is a doozy. No, I thought you had eight more. Okay. No, okay. no, no, no. This is a, this speed is the last round one all day. Okay, speed all, right. all day. So last question. What's a question you'd like to ask me? Get to flip the tables here. Um, <laughs> why can't we have behaviors default to the during being none? You know, if I could answer that question, uh, I, I, could, I, could be, I could be a wealthy man. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't have a good answer okay. for you. Uh, all right. All right. But all right. you know what? That's a, it's a great suggestion. So here's the thing mm -hmm. I can say is uh, now that I've got you asking me this, I know we have some fans of Oz on Fire, uh, you know, or Excel on Fire at TechSmith in the, on the Camtasia team. I'm going to show them this clip. And say like, why can't we have nice things, and see what they say? So I don't okay, know. Well, but well, I'm then, with you. Okay. Okay, I always yeah. turn the, the 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 center kind of behavior to none. It's just yeah. I don't want it to do stuff during. I'm okay. So so then let me ask you this. Then ask a question because I, I get just one went question. on. Sorry, there's one question. You, you <laughs> I'm kidding. So I'm kidding. Um, I I just went on a road trip through Oregon, Nevada, Arizona. Utah and Idaho, and you lived in Utah. What's what's life like in Utah? Well, I went to school there, and so okay. uh, you know it was a little bit different because it was I was a I was newly married, uh, pretty early on had a had a first kid. So it was like you know all we were focused on is like this keeping this human alive and working and going to school. But you know it's it's a it's it's nice. Uh, people are people mm -hmm. are genuinely nice. Uh, the mountains, oh my gosh, the mountains are so beautiful. I was actually just yeah. out in Salt Lake City for for an event, mm. and um, you know a little bit of fire air pollution because of the fires out west, which is yes. unfortunate. But yep. you know if you love the outdoors, it is a wonderful place to be. Uh, you know I love Michigan, that where mm. I'm at. I love the green. I love the trees, but. Uh, you know, it's a good place. Uh, although I definitely see that the cost of living looks like it's going up. Houses are expensive, but, uh, yeah, it's a great place. If you want to be outdoors, you want to ski, you want to be in the mountains. I can't recommend yeah. a place better. And generally the people are just kind and which is, which yeah. is nice as well. Yeah. Yeah. I found that. I found that. All right. Cool. Yeah. I liked, uh, Utah. So, all right. All right. Um, oh, Wyoming, Randy, Randy, Wyoming. See, I, we going over there. Look, say, okay, Wyoming. When I drove, I moved to Portland. I drove from Chicago. Nebraska was a nightmare. Corn, cows, the smell of doo-doo, and all the insects dying on the windshield. But then I saw that cowboy in Wyoming forever west. And then I saw tumbleweeds and, and I had never seen a tumbleweed outside of a cartoon or a black and white Western show. I loved Wyoming and um, I stopped in Laramie. Uh, I loved Wyoming. Yeah. But so I've, I have been there. I just didn't get there on this trip. Yeah. I, I just, I was just there. Beautiful country, big, open, yeah. lots of wind, 
really very yeah. windy. So, yeah. well, Oz, yeah. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your right. schedule to join me. It's been wonderful to chat. It's always wonderful to chat with you. Just want to, again, I can't recommend your course enough. We love sharing it. Thank you so much for working with us on it for the TechSmith Academy. Yeah. And thanks for all that you do Pleasure. to make the world a better place through Excel videos. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This has been good. Absolutely. All right, everybody, before well, we're going to let Oz go, but thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, do all that great stuff. We will see you next week with another great guest here in the Visual Lounge. Until next week. Later. Later.